Morning, bro. Morning, bro. How you doing? I am well, and yourself? I'm great. You know, it was 70 degrees here yesterday for a moment. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It was awesome. Yeah. You know, you know, you know what's on uh, my uh, phone app uh, in terms of weather for the next week? Uh, rain. Two days of snow. Two, 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 two days with snowflakes. I don't know that we'll really get snow, but you, you know, it's not, it's not a good look. Um, no, 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 but, but 70, 70 was nice. Yeah. So, so light, 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 the weather life's been good. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, uh, um, a lot to talk about today, John, and, uh, I have to open with the big question. Are you caught up on resident alien? I am, yes. Yes. Okay. So, so John is caught up with Resident Alien. So, for all of you who missed the episode where we I talked about it, well, I guess John watched the first episode, and we we both laughed. Um, this is on Sci-Fi, or is it Sci-Fi? Uh, this is one of those things, right, John? Is it GIF or GIF or Sci-Fi or Sci-Fi or whatever? Uh, it's and- sci-fi. Is, is that why you're going with sci-fi? Definitely. It's, 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 sci-fi. it's sci-fi. I it, can confirm. Can you? Can you confirm it's sci-fi? In John's world, it is sci-fi. In my world, it's sci-fi. But anyway, it's on at 10 o'clock Wednesday nights, Eastern Time, starring a guy whose uh, face I recognize, Alan Turdick. I've never watched any of the shows he's famous for. But he is a an alien who has come... Uh, crashed on Earth, whose mission is to destroy the Earth, uh, and he has taken on the body of a doctor in Backwoods, Colorado, and uh, comedy and other stuff ensues. Right, John? Yeah, it's very entertaining. It's very, very well written. Um, Good characters. Um, It's pretty witty. It's it's a good show. Yeah. Whoever put it together uh, thought out the whole notion of the alien in this small town pretty carefully to set up an, an awful lot of jokes, right, John? Yeah, yeah. There yeah. Are, there's plenty of plenty of humor. Uh, with, with uh, you know, we we've had uh, Mork from Mork and 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 Alf and uh, various others who who've done the fish out of water alien thing, and this is a a variation on this. Although his mission is to destroy us, so he, he has a dark side, uh, including at this point a, a body in his freezer, right, John? Yes, which his, is the, uh, the body of the doctor he took over. Right, yeah. So uh, that's uh, not, not sort of the thing you would have gotten from Mork. Yeah, so. No, Mork so, really have the dark side. So, 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 John, uh, well, hi, any any highlights? You've just sat down and caught up the last couple of days, so you you it's fresher in your mind. Uh, are there things you want the the audience to know? Uh, uh, you know, sort sort of our our version of the trailer, so people know how funny it is or how good it is. Uh, stuff you want to go. With. The sheriff's kind of a dick, isn't he? Well, you, you kind of you think? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Big black. His Big Black. Yeah. He keeps telling people that his nickname is Big Black, and they keep telling him not to do that. But uh, almost, yeah, almost every episode he gets it out there once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big, Big, Big Black's kind of a dick uh, in what is not a uh, an unusual circumstance. His deputy is the brains of the operation, and of course he doesn't seem to know it. But uh, yeah, she, she. 
she she kind of figures things out and he's kind of uh the uh the, the foil the dumb foil character uh so yeah so there's that so yeah, and he's he's an authoritarian which is kind of annoying uh <laughs> his character ticks me off a lot oh which is it's why you opened with that i i would not have started with that i, I it's probably we we didn't say in our setup of the thing uh first episode the town's doctor is found dead so there's a murder mystery aspect to this uh the the that's why the uh sheriff uh, appears in every episode wandering through uh kind of fumbling his way through an investigation and uh yeah he he ain't solving it on his own is he john no no no, no. and uh yeah so the yeah, there, there's the murder mystery with the with the original doctor, and then that's why they come to Harry, which is the character's name. It's the alien. It's in right. the Doctor Harry. Yeah, alien. right. Yep. So and he is he's now has to take over the clinic that is being was previously run by the the dead doctor. Sam. <laughs> Lots yeah. of humor ensues from just the visits he gets. Right. What well, he 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 has no bedside manner. And if you don't remember, we I think we told you uh, in the first episode, uh, the alien learns English and, and uh, American culture from watching Law and Order episodes. So endless, endless episodes. Of so Law and Order. so he 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 he, ta- he talks like Jerry Orbach uh, quite quite a bit, but uh, uh, he he does not. He's clearly not watched any shows with a doctor with bedside manner, right, John? No, he has absolutely no cooth, I guess, is yeah. one way to say it. Yeah, 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 no he's, no no empathy, no. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no empathy. He's extremely blunt, says whatever comes to his mind. <laughs> and can't keep a secret. Yeah. Yeah, and cannot keep a secret. So so in the in the one episode, was it just Wednesday night's episode, they're sitting in the bar. And, and they say, well, you must know everybody here, Harry. Uh, and he turns and says, yeah, can't, he's got cancer. She's got uh, chlamydia. She's got, so he rattles off what everybody in the room, their, their maladies, which, of course, no doctor in a small town would ever do. But it's pretty, pretty funny. They're all like their heads are jerking around trying to follow who he's talking about. As yeah. He's, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's a violation of HIPAA, HIPAA laws. Yeah, that too. I, so, so the the funny I, just, just to go with one joke uh, that I, I'm still amused by. Well, I've got a couple, but uh, did you see? Did you wait and see the preview for next week, John? They're they're down. They fall down. They 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 have just at the end of the, oh, yeah. the episode. They fall down in the crevice, and and the, the preview shows his opening line is, "We're down in here because you're overweight." And, and and the woman, the bartender, who is um, a central character, says, "We're leaving him behind." Uh, you know, <laughs> starts to tries to climb out. So <laughs> we're down here because you're overweight. <laughs> wow, yeah, Cl- classic Harry, right? Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. So probably one of the favorite aspects of the show is the fact that there's one. I don't know how old is he nine. Matt, yeah, Matt, yeah, he's about that age. Max, Max, yeah, he's he's uh, he's the only person 
in the entire city or so far world that can see Harry uh, as an alien. Right. In which, uh, a lot, you know, of course, uh, at, the, at first the kid screams and runs and, and uh, he keeps telling people that he's an alien, so then his parents think he's crazy. And, and uh, But then Harry and him get quite the uh, back-and-forth relationship going, which is probably my favorite. Yeah, well, my interactions with, there, with Harry and Max are my favorite. There are, there are a series of uh, a back and forth, uh, practical joke kind of things, trying to get get at each other. Yeah. So, and but now they they they've a truce and they're they're working together. But in Wednesday's episode, Harry snuck in the window to visit him and is eating his <laughs> snacks, and says 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 to him. Tell your mother to get popcorn next time, would you? And, and, and Max is like, "What? What are you talking? What are you doing, you man?" And he said, "And he, he says, get out of here before something happens." And, and he said, as he leaves, he says, "Oh, by the way, I peed your bed." Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the the alien's not really a grown up, but the best one in our family, John, that, that caught on is in one episode. Um, as he's leaving the building, somebody says, have a good one. And he says, it, it, you know, he, he clearly law and order has not used this phrase, right, John? Yeah. And, and so he picks it up and says it to everybody he sees for several minutes and ends yeah. with, and it ends with his, his, uh, much, uh, uh well, he, he cackles. He doesn't really laugh. It's like, ah, ah kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Have a good one. Ah, ah. So, and we, we, whenever anybody says have a good one to us now, we, we, you know, do the hairy thing. Yeah. Well, you have to repeat it back the way he does with no, have a good one. Right. You know, it's kind of yeah. like a robot. And then, then you got to do the cackle. Yeah. Right. So good show. Resident Alien. It's been one of the few bright spots on the, uh, the, uh, over the air kind of, uh, cable, uh, TV series for this spring. And, uh, John, John and I are much amused, and uh, that we probably just lost our audience, right, John? Yeah. But on the other hand, the audi- our audience has been going down. We're about to do bracket talk, John, so I don't know that anybody's really going to watch and listen anyway. So there you go. The uh, Another show that they keep advertising that's on sci-fi is uh, that Winona Earp, which the more ads I see for it is, kind of becoming slightly intriguing to me okay yeah i i am intrigued by winona winona or too but i have not sampled so we'll have to at some point we'll have to look at it and, and talk about it uh i don't imagine you you watch jenny in georgia no oh, okay okay all right so so let's move on to the thing we're supposed to be be doing here wait, john what wait we got to talk about the fact that we well, I watched Coming to America two last weekend. Oh, on its opening debut weekend, and it was did not disappoint for all the old school Coming to America Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall fans. Okay, it was very it was very good. Okay, good. Like I told you, if you didn't like the first one, don't watch the second one. And you said I like the first one so much, I never even saw it, which I think is blasphemous. And, yeah. But that's okay. Yeah. I'll let it slide, I guess. Yeah, I, I, when when I saw ads for coming to America too, my my only question was why. So, uh, 
it wasn't uh, any question about whether I would see it or not. So, uh, but no, no, I, I'm I'm not ready for that. So, I, uh, right. Well, I I thought you were going to stop me and have me talk about Rock the Block uh, on Monday night, John. But uh, I probably don't really want to go there, do we? No, that's not. That's not. You didn't watch it, did you? You do know you don't you knew, you do know what it is, right? No. Really? It's a, it's an HGTV series, a special kind of thing where they uh, put four people. Well, the new season started. Second season started Monday this year. They have pairs of of people working on the houses, so there are four four pairs. They all get an identical house and a budget, and they do one week at a time. They do a different room. And then somebody judges who did the best. And at the end, they, they judge who increased the value of the house the most. And, and they win the competition. And last year, the winner got her name on the street the houses were on. So, uh, yeah, which is fairly cool. So I, I, I really like it because, you know, unlike the other shows, they're all working off the same space, you know, same kind of palette. But, you know, everybody, all these design people have concepts, right? And stuff they, they like to do. And so it's just kind of fun to see the four different people and how with the same space, <clears throat> they, they come up with different things and ends up that the rooms don't look anything alike. And you kind of would know that you were in the same floor plan, but they knock out walls and stuff all the time. So you, you might even not even notice that. So. That's a fun show on HGTV, I, I think. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, there cool. you go. So now at the 14-minute mark, uh, we, we're going to talk uh, college basketball. First thing, people, yeah, uh, we, we've already set up to John's amusement our, our bracket for uh, our, our listeners. Um, it, we are on Yahoo!, and if you go to Tournament Pick'em, we are group 647. It's a public group. I will tweet this out and put this everywhere we can get a handle on it. We love to have lots of people play. So John and I can brag about how many people we beat. Right, John? That's right. That's right. <clears throat> and, and so look forward to that. Uh, we've had a professional designer working on the t-shirt. And it looks great. Uh, except it kind of has our images on it, so it's kind of. Uh, let, let me just say, you will not have mice in your house anymore if you get one. Uh, so you'll be good. It's gonna be highly sought after. Well, sure. it it, I, it is it is going to be. Uh, it'll be like LeBron James wore a T-shirt. Yeah, yeah, it'll be like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I kind of finally cracked him up. Yeah, there you go. Right. Do you do you have a do you have a better analogy as to how 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 important it'll be and how much how how much it'll be sought after? No, no, no. I, mean, I don't think you can hit it any better than that. No, no, yeah. Le, Le, LeBron James's sweat uh, is the only valid comparison. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, t-shirts uh, bracket six forty seven. Uh, look forward to seeing uh, everybody there. And now John and I are going. Uh, try and uh, figure some things out. So, John, let's run through who's going to win the uh, various conference tournaments. John, um, where do you want to start, John? Let's start with the Big 12. 
Oklahoma State uh, plays Baylor today, John. Big game. Two great teams. Any, what do you think? Can Oak State beat them? Yeah. Yeah, they can beat them. Okay. Uh, but I don't think they will. Okay. So that's uh, that's John uh, voting for uh, uh, J- Jared Butler and not Co- uh, Cade Cunningham, I think, in this case. So is Baylor going to just win the tournament? Yeah, I think so. I don't see where they get to. Well, it'll probably be Kansas, who's the two seed against them, huh? Yeah. Okay, so so there's John with John with Baylor. Uh, Kansas plays Texas, who won by a point last night. So, so yeah, that, that that's that the very tightly contested game. Yeah, I I don't think we're going to talk much about the Big Ten because they're a day behind. So we're not down to the Final Four, and it's kind of hard to to project. But do you think Michigan will win it all because as the one seed, John, or you think we'll get some surprise in the Big Ten? <clears throat> well, I mean. surprise not really i didn't think so either so michigan michigan illinois final illinois winning wouldn't shock you huh no okay um okay i don't know i don't think i would be very overly surprised if you know michigan iowa illinois Ohio State or Purdue won it, to okay. be honest with you. Okay. Well, let, let me just say uh, Michigan may have lost a starter in their last game, and maybe so did Iowa. I have not seen – I'm sure I will hear about today as the Big Ten plays games. But uh, both uh, rolled their ankles. I don't know how bad. They did not play the rest of the games on Sunday. So that that's a big deal, especially Wieskamp from Iowa, who got hurt, is their number two scorer, and you know you might say their second best player. So he, uh, if they they didn't have him, uh, they're a different team. So yeah, yeah, that's, that's a big loss. Yeah. Okay. So let's move from the Big Ten, who we you know have eight teams left. So we'd be speculating way way ahead. Uh, you want to say anything about the Pac-12? No, they're in the semis. Oh, yeah, semifinals. Okay. Uh, let's see if I can do it off the top of my head here. Uh, it's Oregon, USC. Uh, UCLA got beat by Oregon State. And I think it's Oregon, Oregon State. and Oregon played tonight at 7.30. And uh, USC and Colorado. Colorado. USC play at 10.30 tonight. Right. Well, or, take, or, uh, Oregon State in in the semifinals is a potential bid stealer. So true, right? But otherwise, uh, yeah. Um, I think they probably got to win this one. Um, obviously, I'll take. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, maybe that's fine. I'll take USC to win this one, win the tournament. Mm, okay. I, I think Oregon's the best team coming out of the Pac-12, and I'll probably talk about that in a minute. But, 
Yeah, uh, Pac-12 is in the semis, and that's that's where they are. Uh, Big East. Uh, Villanova got beat yesterday in their first game in the quarterfinals. Villanova lost their best player to an ACL injury last week, and uh, he, well, not his backup, but the guy who t- took over ball handling uh, duties in uh, Saturday's game. Uh, hurt his ankle eight minutes in, and I don't think he played last night either. And without them, uh, they are going to be overseeded. Yeah, you got a big time potential bid stealer here. I mean, right. either Georgetown or Seton Hall. One of those two are guaranteed to make the finals against Connecticut or Creighton. Um, yes. I mean, obviously, it doesn't mean they're going to win, but. They, they, right. Uh, Georgetown was not making the tournament without winning this tournament. So they definitely would steal a bid. Seton Hall is very bubblicious, so uh, they would assure themselves of something that if they lose to Georgetown today, they may not, they probably aren't getting in, I don't think. So, um, like you say, bid stealer territory. Uh, mm-hmm. um, so that's, yeah. That's value to watching that tournament. Right. Uh, ACC, uh, I, a surprise, well, not really, but, uh, North Carolina is in the semifinal as a six seed. Uh, they looked pretty good last night, uh, against, uh, Virginia Tech, but maybe it's Virginia Tech has never quite got their shit together after having a COVID stop. So, uh, so it's, uh, North Carolina with, uh, playing, uh, Florida, State Florida State and Virginia against uh, Tech, Georgia Tech. Georgia, that's right. Georgia Tech, who has played well lately and gotten themselves inside the bubble, so they're probably making it any anyway. Um, it'll be interesting to see what Florida State does. Um, let me just say, um, when they talk about matchups in the tourney. Uh, North Carolina is a tough matchup because they have a lot of size. Uh, they have a lot of big guys. Uh, I'm not sure they can shoot from outside. And then he, it gets into one of those things, John. Do you play a, a big guy, a, a big group, if if you have some size to match up with them, or do you go totally small and make the bigs play out on the court in the open court and beat them that way? So uh, they are a matchup problem, I think, for people. So they're worth watching. It may be a bad matchup. It turns out for them, they might get beat the first game because, you know, their 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 length does not uh, give them the speed to cover people. But uh, right. it could it could go the other way too. So yeah, uh, I would play a simple one three one zone against them defensively, just to try and clog up the middle, right? And try and keep the bigs out of the paint and yeah. make them make them beat you from outside, which is. <laughs> Well, you know, obviously, if they, if they can't score, then they're not winning the game. So on the other hand, look. on the other hand, John playing one three one zone, they are the best offensive rebounding team in the country. So uh, if you're playing zone, you're giving them a, a chance to get more offensive boards. But you know, you got to pick your poison. Uh, but uh, are there any? They, I'm just bringing that up because they are an interesting team to watch and see in the bracket because. Potentially, kind of, kind of like some other teams do, they they can me- mess with you. Uh, even they, not that they'll necessarily be underseeded so much as 
you, you don't know that what they have won't, uh, you know, be a mismatch in some way. Right. So I, I, I imagine, it, you know, they may beat Florida State and play UVA, and UVA will probably beat them. So uh, that's my call. Okay. Okay. So we, that that's that's the ones in the semifinal. Uh, there have uh, uh, there have not been many bid stealers at this point because there weren't a lot of mid majors who were going to make it. Uh, even if they lost in their tournaments. So uh, I know there were a couple tournaments got kind of shabby about who won uh, the the Colonial, uh, who beat Elon to get in, was like the sixth seed. So um, that's, uh, you know, crap happens, right? But uh, right. but but the uh, number one team in the league was James Madison, and they weren't, nobody had them getting a bid without, getting the AQ, the automatic qualifier. So you got, that was Drexel, that was right. Colonial. Right. And it, I think I saw it been 25 years since they've been in the tournament or something like that. 20 some. So oh, almost as long as I you. That's that. Wow. That's just cold, John. So, so I, you did not win last night, John, just to remind you. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Any, any other comments? Um, they did not score a, a basket the last 10 minutes of the game, John. Hard to win. I, I, I was wondering, yeah, one of us was going to have to be obvious there, weren't we, John? Hard I, to win when you go on these freaking no, no, 10, I don't. minute scoring droughts every I, freaking game. I would like to, I would like to you to show me any team that's ever won a game where they didn't score the last 10 minutes of the game. <laughs> I, I would just like I would like to know if it's ever happened. So I would too. Yeah. All, all right. So we'll move on from the 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 um, sorrow that it was, is IU uh, basketball at this point, men's basketball anyway, uh, and yeah. uh, and go John John and I uh, uh, came across uh, this uh, wonderful gift. Uh, we are going to do a Final Four draft, uh, picking four teams, going back and forth. In, in draft, uh, one rule about our final four draft is one of our four picks cannot be a number one or number two seed in various people's bracketology. So, in other words, we, we can't just chalk it up with our eight picks, right, John? Correct. So, um, w- we will obviously explain what we're doing when it needs explanation and, uh, and go from there. And maybe this will be informative and maybe it won't. So I'm going to let you go, John, because uh, my memory serves. Uh, you did better than I did two years ago uh, in bracketology. But before we get, get into that, I, I do want to say something, John. Um, <clears throat> do you know what a bracket of integrity is, John? Yes. You, you've, you've heard of it, right? I've heard of it. Yes. Yeah. Because when I say you beat me two years ago, I, I realize when I say that, that depends upon which one of your brackets we're looking at. <laughs> yes, he, yeah, there, there's the chuckle. Yes, yes, I am. 
I was torn between a couple of games, so I put in an extra bracket just to kind of even things out. Right, right. And one one was the genius bracket, and the other was was the dumbass bracket, right? Although yeah, was, you I didn't know, you did not know which one was which when you put turned them in, All right? Right. <laughs> so. so <laughs> We, we will keep in mind, and Swerve's going to be on next week helping us out, John. And, and he is a, a, a bracket of no integrity guy, too, John. Uh, God knows, he, he, will, he will search the world over for a bracket in the hopes that one of the 10 he puts in will click. So uh, uh, there, there you go. I, I am a one bracket uh, across all the, all the uh, various things. Uh, you know, Yahoo, ESPN, etc. Kind of kind of guy. So uh, I I do have to have put in this codicil. Sometimes I don't remember what I actually did in the other bracket. So if they end up different, it's because I've forgotten what I did in the first round, right, John? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I forgot I pranked Drexel to win in that bracket. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, so we'll we'll just keep that in mind that what John's about to do might change at any moment, right, John? Correct. Right. He's got a plan B in his pocket. All right. So, John, go first. Who, who, who would be your number one draft pick uh, for your final four? Who do you think is going to make it? Michigan. Okay. So, John starts with Michigan. Uh, so, the number one team in the Big Ten, you, you're, you're just – you believe in them, huh? I believe in them to get – that they're definitely good enough to get to the Big Ten or Final Four. Uh, so have you been looking while we talk to see if Brooks is hurt? Well, I mean, they don't have to win the uh, Big Ten tournament. To, so, uh, so you're, to ho- still, I mean, so you're hoping he's not hurt. Game. So you're, you're hoping he's not hurt so bad that he's not playing when it, when they they're going to need him. Correct. Okay. Okay. We'll go with that. Okay. I'm going to take Illinois because at one point I thought Illinois was going to be my sleeper team. And then they did what they've done, and they're not—they're not a sleeper for anybody. So, uh, good, good, good team. Uh, quality. They're in the top. Well, they're in the top ten in both offensive and defensive efficiency. Uh, uh, I like uh, Desumu as a guard, ball handling guard. They have a good big, and I think their coach is pretty good. So I, I'm going to take Illinois. So we open with the two Big Ten teams. Which may not surprise our listeners. Probably not. Yeah. I mean, considering we have, uh, we got four of them in the one and two line. Right. So does that mean you're taking another your Big Ten team with your next pick? No. No. I'm a little torn on this next pick. <laughs> you're so funny, John. You did. You did. We were aware you were going to make a second pick uh, in this, right? Yes, but I've changed my mind. This bracket of no integrity. I've changed my mind about three times since uh, I started looking this up. Uh huh. And and who are you torn between? Uh, Alabama and another Big Ten team. Oh, wow. So, so you do realize it's not great radio uh, sitting here waiting. I'll take, I'll, I'll take Bama. Okay, so he's going to take Bama. I don't know why. Explain why you're taking Bama. 
of over Gonzaga, over Baylor, over. Okay. So Gonzaga, I think they're just primed for an upset. Yeah. They just need one close. I mean, they just they haven't played any close games, which shows their dominance. But they haven't played anybody really good since forever ago. Okay. They've got to. I mean, if you look at the. That, that's good, John. Go on to Baylor. What's wrong with Baylor? Baylor, I was going to pick Baylor. I, I probably should pick Baylor, but we'll see. Well, okay, do you want – well, uh, I'll break it to you. You're going to get to pick Baylor with your third pick. So um, there, there you go. Because I believe in Gonzaga. And, uh, by the way, John, you've talked for weeks about how it's going to be a chalky uh, year and chalky uh, final. Yeah. yeah. You, you, you're not exactly chalking it up at this point. So. Bama's a two seed. Okay. They're on the two line. Okay. You, pa- you passed on an undefeated team and a two-loss Big 12 champion. But, uh, okay, um, to, to take Bama. Okay, go ahead. So you're taking Baylor with your third pick? So you got the Zags with your second pick. I took the Zags with my second pick. The best team we in the country, lose, undefeated. We might lose in the second round to a team like Wisconsin. Okay, uh, I, I, I will, do you, you owe me money on our current betting status, so you want to put that money on that? No, I'm just saying, it's, <laughs> I, I would not be terribly shocked if Gonzaga got beat by Wisconsin. Okay. In a 1-9 matchup. Okay. That's a, that's a wonderful world you live in, so are you taking Baylor with your third pick? Yes, I'll take Baylor with my third pick. Baylor with your third pick, which leaves me sitting here wondering what I'm doing with my, my, uh, so my third pick, uh, John, is going to be UVA, who is not on the, is my uh, outsider pick. Uh, I I think uh, they play, I even looked it up, they're number 13th in offensive efficiency, 35th in defensive efficiency in the country which gets them to be about like 25th overall. Uh, and I obviously, they've got a coach who knows how to do this. Uh, they've got a lot of experienced players. Uh, and this year, they score better than they, they have before. I'm not sure they're quite the defensive shutdown team they've been in the past. But I think of teams not on the one and two line. They are the one I think could end up in the final four. Uh, with, with in my mind, and not be a big surprise. Okay. Okay. I've I've got to figure out who who my other options are while you tell us who your surprise is. I wanted it to be Texas Tech, Uh-oh. but that lost last night. Oh really? I mean, I mean they they were in the final game two years ago. They were, and they've been pretty good this year. I like the way I just like the way they play basketball. I like the fact that they're defensive. They play good defense. They get after the ball. They're just kind of. I'm gonna. I am gonna take Tech. Okay, you're gonna take Texas Tech, which is way outside the line because they're currently on the seven seed. So. Well. Okay. Uh, I've got I've got bracket Dave's uh, list up from the ninth, and I've, today's the twelfth. He may have a new one out, but he has them on the five line. He has them as the number twenty team in the country. 
Lenar. Oh, oh you're gonna... I think it's, yeah, that's uh, updated as of today. Yeah, well, <laughs> Jerry does one early Friday morning, so he's got them down to seven, huh? Yeah. So who's he got on the uh, two line? Jerry? Yeah. He's got Iowa, Ohio State, Houston, and Bama. Yeah, that's that's who Dave's got on. Yeah. You taking another Big Ten team? Uh, you know what I'm going to do? I, this, this is, okay, I'm going to be a little crazy. I'm, I'm going to go with Oklahoma State. Nice. Yeah, I'm going to, uh, I, I, will, I will run through this. I don't believe in Houston, first, kind of same reason you don't believe in Gonzaga, uh, but they're even, they have an even worse uh, profile than Gonzaga in terms of not playing enough people. Etc. said they're not they're not as good as Gonzaga, so eliminate them. I, as we know, Wieskamp might be hurt. Iowa doesn't play defense, right? Uh, Ohio's Ohio State's lost like five games in a row, and I I hope they lose today to make it six. So I'm not feeling good karma. Uh, so that eliminate that's all the ones and twos, and uh, Dave's got uh, Oklahoma State eleven behind West Virginia who they beat in in Morgantown and I don't I don't know enough about Arkansas I could be wrong by not picking them but I I, I admit I have not seen them play a minute I don't watch a lot of SEC basketball for obvious reasons yeah. right yeah. so I avoided them as well because I don't know anything about them to be honest with you right but you did take Alabama yeah because Alabama's Right. I I, kind of understand. Uh, I watched Alabama play a couple times. The one time I remember was at OU, and they got beat there. And OU is only the seventh best team. I think everybody's pretty sure of it at this point in the Big 12. So uh, did not instill confidence in Alabama in me. But one game is probably not what you should use at this point. So – there's number, I mean, there's seven on the net, six on the RPI, nine on the strength of schedule, 54 on the non-conference strength schedule. There's six and four in quad one, seven and one in quad two. But how does? Yes, but okay. So I'm looking at Ken Palm, and they're in the SEC. I cannot even find them. Where Where is Alabama? Am I overlooking them, or are they really, really, really low? They had a big loss against Arkansas a couple weeks ago. Shit. Which then you know, leads you into that how good is Arkansas thing. Uh, okay, I need to do this differently, maybe. Okay. There's Alabama. Alabama is 43rd in offensive efficiency, 3rd in defensive efficiency. Yeah, so. another good defensive team. Yeah, you like defensive teams. Oh. I do. Yeah, I, um, I think when it comes to the tournament, uh, defense can win you some games that normally wouldn't you wouldn't necessarily win. You mean you mean kind of like the, like the defense Rutgers played the last ten minutes last night? <laughs> no, no, I'm actually kind of making a point there. I know, I know, it's kind of get. Sometimes it's not the the defense, John. It's teams that can't score and go cold. Right, and yeah, sometimes it's cold. Sometimes it's 
poor shot selection. Sometimes it's poor offense. Right. Sometimes it's good defense that leads you into poor shot selection and, and poor offense. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll be interested to see if what you said under your breath there shows up on the podcast. <laughs> Alabama, yeah, being 43rd in offense. I just, yeah, it, it, kind of like Iowa not playing defense. Uh, I, I worry that they, yeah, they, they, they'll get beat in a shootout because they'll play Ole. You, you really like teams that's good. They're good on both ends at this point, and I. Yeah. I wonder if Alabama is really it, but there you go. All right, so that uh, let me remind you, our draft gets John has Michigan, Alabama, Baylor, and Texas Tech. That's two ones, a two, and a five, question mark. Uh, I have Illinois, Gonzaga, UVA, and Oak State, which is two ones and uh Two ones and a three, and wherever UVA is at this point, uh, Brackettville Dave has them on the four line at this point. So, yeah, let, let me just point out that mine add up to nine, and yours add up to what did I just say? Tech was. Would you? Would you give Texas Tech you was? You got him on Dave. Dave's, you got Dave's got them at five. Right. Paul has them at seven. We both we both add up to nine, which is the magic number. I like it. Yeah, I like it too. Well, well done. Like we knew what we were doing. Yeah. Uh, and and if anybody had told us we had to do that, John, there would have been no chance. Right. Right. All right, John. So uh, we're we're planning a big uh, bracket show with Swerve. Uh, I think we decided we were going to record next Friday morning, uh, remembering that the first games, the, what we all think of as the first games, aren't till Friday, starting at noon, um, and uh, so so we should be uh, rip, rip roaring, ready to go. I'll remind you, it's Yahoo Group six forty seven. If you're listening, and just remember. Uh, the uh, the T-shirt is going to be something everybody's going to want to have, uh, just because there may only be one of them. So uh, it's a it's a unicorn, right? There can be there can be only one. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, LeBron James sweat or a unicorn, whichever you want to go with, is uh, will probably works, right, John? That's right. So so we're recording a little early today because John claims he has to work. So we'll go now. Uh, you got any other? Well, I got a whole list of things. So Dak Prescott, real quick. Heck yeah. Yeah, baby. Good deal, bad deal? I think it's a good deal. I think it's, uh, you know, it seems like a lot of money, and it is a lot of money. And uh, by the end of this season, after Lamar Jackson and a couple other people get contracts, it won't be such a big deal. Okay. And then in three years, when we get that massive new TV contract, and the salary cap goes from 184 million to 250 million, that okay, that that, that hit's not going to seem like all that much. Okay, so there you go, uh, John. Thanks. Uh, so that's another quarterback question mark for the off season. That's no longer a question mark. And uh, Jerry, Jerry can pay for it out of his uh, his uh, cold money, right, John? 
That's right, out of the out of the snowbid. It, what, what, whatever whatever term you're using for the the uh, the multiple days without electricity in Texas uh, thing, but so the other Which, thing. By the way, I got my I got my electric bill. Did you? Yeah. Well, you you said you had it. You were on a fixed thing, so. Yep, it did not. There was no fluctuation in in my uh, my bill. Well, your neighbor has a fifteen thousand dollar bill, right? Yeah, I think the highest one I heard of is. 13,000. I think I've seen a couple people talk about eights and nines. Oh, yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot of an electric bill, man. That, <laughs> that, 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 when, that kills some of those. Some of these people didn't have electricity for four or five days during the month. Yeah. And one of the shortest months of the year. So, yeah. That's even crazier. Yeah. That, you know, that, that sucks up your, uh, your uh, Biden COVID check real quick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it doesn't even balance out, does it? Still, in, uh, still in the effing red, yeah. So, so John, John Les Miles got 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 uh, something this week, so he's out of a job. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, it was Kansas uh, stupid as hell to hire him in the first place. Uh, could, I mean, I could you not? Could you not? Research, right? you, yeah, could you not have foreseen that Les might have had some uh, skeletons in his uh, closet? Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I've heard a big deal made out of it by somebody who doesn't know crap uh, saying that uh, the buyout of $1.8 million when you have an $8 million contract tells you everything you need to know. I'm not sure that it does, but uh, um, it's, uh, it's, it's ugly at Kansas, and Kansas football has not been great for a while, and this is not going to help. No, I don't see them uh, making a big run this year with uh, this cloud. I don't even know who their coach is going to be. Do you? No, and you know it's off. Uh, yeah, and when we start talking about uh, coaching opportunities, uh, Kansas is not green pasture for anybody, is it? No, I wouldn't think that's a uh, maybe top fifteen job at best. Probably closer to twenty. What? Top twenty? Top twenty? What? Top twenty bad places to go? Well, it's still Kansas. I mean, it's a it's a big name school. I think it has some lure to it. Okay. Uh, any any school in the Big Twelve, any school in the Southeast Conference, almost every school in the ACC would be a better job. Uh, and and uh, I don't need, almost any job in the Pac-12 would be a better job, I, I would think. I mean, they are they they are the number, they are the the last place team in football, in in, in the Big 12, and uh, I I don't. It's hard to imagine them doing better than moving past Kansas State into the ninth spot. So uh, here you go. Well, that means you have a really low bar, right? Well, yeah, but on the other hand, you've got to recruit to Lawrence, Kansas, and that's, it's not exactly a, a football mecca, I don't think. Although, as I say this, there are probably quite a few good football players in Kansas City, so. Yeah. Uh, anyway, which is not, is only a spit away, so. All right, well, we've talked more about less in Kansas football than we really should, and, uh. Uh, I'll let you go. I'll let you go to work, John. Yeah. 
So I have one question for you as we were talking since we kind of got off the QB conversation pretty quick. Yeah. What, what's Deshaun Watson going to do? What's Deshaun Watson going to do? I have no idea. Is he going to eat $20 million and just say, I'm not playing for you guys, screw you guys, I'm going home? Or you think he ends up playing? I think he ends up playing. I, 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 everybody says he's a good guy, and if he's really, and maybe you know, maybe it's not. He's a, you had to be a bad guy to sit out a year, but, uh, yeah. I, 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 think, I think I think he, I think he sits out. Okay. All right. From what everybody thought, and it, it kind of goes along with the good guy thing. It's it's about integrity and. You know, he's not going to back down from this. I think he's willing to take a $20 million hit to prove a point that, you know, I'm not going to be treated like a piece of trash. Well, uh, if that's the way it's going, you know, that's the way he's thinking. But, you know, they, they've got a new coach, hopefully a new system. Uh, obviously, they're going to draft some people, and I don't know where they are in terms of cap, but. They're going to be new people. Are always are in on NFL squads. You would think he might give that a chance. Yeah, and with and that brings us to the Russell situation. If yeah, you know, one of the big winners that that they they listed like the ten winners from the Dak contract, and the Bears were one of the winners in that contract because of Russell said he'd go to the Bears, the Cowboys, the Saints, and the Raiders. Right, and the Raiders have adamantly said that they're not interested they're sticking with Carr. uh the saints are in cap hell um they're still 40 some million dollars over the cap i think and yeah. still trying to restructure everything to get below it and obviously the cowboys got Dak. so but, but do the bears have anything to trade well Russell? i saw have any I, I did i did see an article that said uh the, the one piece they have that would get the Seahawks interest is Khalil. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you trade Mac, you, you know, they trade for him. They traded, I think this year they don't have a first round pick. So, you know, and maybe even not a second. So they, they don't have much in the way of draft picks to use. So uh, they don't I don't have a QB to give them. Uh, well, they can give them Nick Foles. I mean, they don't have a good QB to give them. I, say. <laughs> I think you say about the Bears, they don't have a good QB quite often. I, I can't, I can't see that deal happening. Even if they, yeah. have the, even if they have the cap space, I, I don't think they can put together anything that's going appeal to the Seahawks. So, I agree. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, so, so John, we started early and went long. So, uh, th- th- there you go. Yeah, I figured we would. That's kind of one of the reasons why I wanted to start early as well. Oh, really? Wow, I thought that out. Okay, good yeah. for you. Good for you. All right. So, uh, go 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 Boilers and uh we'll talk next Friday and uh and be ready to jump on the bracket in the tournament, huh, John? That's right. All right. The bracket all the time next 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 Friday. No, all, no small talk. We'll jump no, right into the bracket. No, no, nothing but bracket next week and and a couple digs at John. Right? Yeah. All right. All right. Bye, bro. Bye, bro.